Hey, listen, Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 138. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to ask the question. Remember when 5554 were good? Well, CCO remembers. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? <laughs> Full bunch is going down. We're starting oh. off a new arc. We got new patrons. We got new... What else do we have? Winners, lots to talk about. We're both still hurting from Vegas. Your intros are so goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when five fives for four were good? <laughs> well, CCO remembers. Well, we do remember. Oh, man, yeah. And we're going to talk about those days gone by. We're going to bring everybody up to speed with a new deck from an old format. But before we do that, we're going to thank our official sponsor, face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Very much so. And face-to-face provider of Modern Horizons booster packs to give out to listeners in Magic Fest Las Vegas. Yeah, they were very good at uh, coercing people into playing games with us. Yes, yeah, suckers. <laughs> and then we stomped them. <laughs> no, we didn't. We sort of did. I lost as many games as I didn't win. Oh, I lost. I, I won several games in Vegas. I won several games too, yeah. but um, maybe the scrubs were more ad- attracted to me. It's like I just want to. <laughs> I just want to play magic with Brando, and then I had them like off base by swearing at them the whole time. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> that is exactly how it worked. <laughs> I just I talked so much shit that they were just like, "Oh man, I can't. I I can't even." Yeah, I I got not evened when I think it was Ginger Joe cast a void winner in one of our games. Oh, ruined. Yeah, it was terrible. I had to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I death sprouted it. Good old Seb McKinnon death sprout. F you, Seb. Yep. Speaking of Seb, we were just signing some modern and modern horizons. We were just signing some modern horizons art cards to give away to new patrons. That was our patron sign up giveaway last arc because we've got enough of them and because your little art pictures on them are so funny. <laughs> we're going to carry it over to this arc so why don't you give a quick rundown of our our twitters commander cookout places that you can find us and our new patron sign up gift certainly we are cco podcast and cco brando on twitter and tappedout.net that's where you can see this week's list last week's list next week's list and any other list that we're going to talk about throughout the course of the show we're commander cookout at gmail.com that's where you can send us any kind of interaction you want to do but no nudes yeah we haven't said no nudes in a while and it's people have they're piling up they remember Nudes are piling yeah, up. Don't Google that. <laughs> you can also find us anywhere better podcasts are found. If you're in a position to help the show grow, you can check us out at Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. If I missed anything or you'd like a more complete rundown of any of the places you can find us on the entire internet, you can look at the show notes down below or you can check out our official official home, commandercookout.com. Ooh, sensual, sexy, 90s cop cartoon voice. Damn right, I've been working on that. Yeah, we haven't said any of that in like two weeks. We uh, haven't been in the in the studio. We were talking on the pre-show for like 100 years. Yeah, it's been a... It, and the last time we were in the studio, we were in the Wood Age studio next door. And it was 7 trillion degrees. Yeah, man. So we haven't sat like in these chairs in, I bet you, a month. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite chair in the whole station. Yeah, mine too. It's It's not crooked. And it works, and it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, commandercookout.com, you had mentioned our official, official home. You can head there. We've got a giveaways page, and on the giveaways page, it outlines all of the terms and conditions for all of our giveaways. 
New Ark means new giveaway. Yes, this week we have been generously donated from a friend of the show, Jeff Peacock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He gave us the C-17? That's correct. C-17 cat tribal list. And I know you're going, oh, the cat tribal list. It's valued cash money-wise at about 150 bucks now. That's so much. There is some stuff in there that's really cool. The generals in there are very interesting. I still play the deck with uh, Aboru, Aborobo, Oberboobo. Boa Bobo. I'm just going to let you keep going because it's getting yeah. funnier and funnier. <laughs> Whatever the hell the face card guy is, I still run him. It's a super cheap deck to update and just play. It's not maybe the most strongest deck you could possibly get, but it's lots of fun, and it's a really good jumping off point to anybody who's just getting into Commander. And if you've been in on Commander for a long time, it's got some cards in it that you're you're going to want that you didn't know you wanted. That's right, and receiving the deck... Like, we already had some ideas of what we wanted to do for this arc because we had pulled our our creative team. Those are some of our patrons that support us. And we pulled them and asked them, what do they want to hear about? And we got a bunch of suggestions, some of which we're using for this arc where we kind of smashed them all together like a bag of chicken parts and yeah. wrote on them in, in Sharpie to say the date. We basically made McNuggets out of them. Yeah, we ground them up and rolled them all into one arc. And then... The ideas that we had were solidified when Jeff Peacock donated this deck because this is um, working title. Remember when it was good? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a quick second. But first, how do we win the deck? Several ways to win, as always. You can head over to our still fledgling YouTube page. You can share, like, subscribe. You can defecate on the like button's face. To uh, get I yourself injured to win. I, I think they've done that before. They've defecated before? I assume so. Something that you shouldn't Google to the like button. How that, would you the, defecate in the like button's belly button? And then you wearing gloves, of course, because sanitary sanitarium. Sure. Clean hands are important. You take some of it and you, you like draw shapes on their cheeks. The like button's cheeks. I just... Yeah. How else do we win? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow either CCO Podcast or CCO Brando on Twitter. That'll also get us closer to our goal of unlocking merch when we hit a thousand oh, follows on the yeah, official. You, you jumped thing. ahead. I wasn't even ready to talk about merch yet. Well, we can talk about that in a few minutes. You can also go onto our Facebook page on any of our giveaway posts. A like and a share will get you entered, as will you get a couple extra entries if you have a remember when it was good story or a I thought it was good turns out it wasn't story and then I got blown out yes <laughs> I really thought this card was great oops <laughs> yep very much so we want to hear those funny stories here's my example I'm gonna give an example of one okay yeah I was playing okay, hold on everybody just prepare yourselves you're getting a Brando example <laughs> if your kids are listening I don't know I was playing a hive mind packed deck where the whole deck just ramped into Hive Mind and it played four of all five packs. Oh, this is like um, sixty card yeah, magic. Sixty card magic, and I would just like dump packs into the thing, like nobody could pay for them, including me. But <laughs> including me. But everybody died before I did, so it worked out good. Yeah. 
And I was thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to protect myself. This is going to be fine. And people kind of caught on to what I was doing, and they were attacking me. And somebody was swinging in for lethal. I'm thinking to myself, whatever, I don't care. I have an intervention pact in my hand. This will totally save me. It's going to be the best thing. It's a fog. It's not a fog. It only fogs one creature. So I just got my ass just destroyed by all these creatures. (laughs) You got your ass like-buttoned. Exactly. I was just like, yo come at me bro and he was just gonna hit me with like one guy so i would have survived i was like nah dude bring it on you got nothing (laughs) swing and i just got destroyed so it turns out intervention pact is not as good excellent as i thought it was all right well that's that's the kind of stuff we want to hear funny stories get yourself entered in to win a cat deck And you could always put the infect cat in there there is one in there yeah there is one and give him plus three plus three every turn it's so good yep and terrible you talked about merch. We're getting closer. We are getting closer. Thousand followers on Facebook. Thousand followers on the official Twitter account. We are doing merch. We've pulled the patrons. We've pulled the Discord channel. Now we are polling the YouTube and Facebook audiences. What do you want? Hats, shirts, stickers, coasters, uh, mankinis, play mats. You Bottle tell openers. Us. Bottle openers was a thing. Yep. I like that. That seemed that. I would, I would use one of those. I carry one on my keychain all the time. There I have a go. bottle opener on my keychain, but it's from work. That's the sound of the bottle opener on my keychain. It's the theater of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Welcome back. Hey, uh, last kind of giveaway announcement. We do have a $25 store credit winner. Oh, yeah. Now we have one of these each and every arc. To win it, you got to head over to our official, official sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Cheers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shelling hard. Uh, leave them a, a comment for us on one of our episodes on their page. Uh, one of one caveat to winning this is you do need a face-to-face account. It takes a couple of seconds to set up. Set that up. Tell them that Ryan and Brando sent you, and you could be entered in to win $25 in great store credit. Very much so. And this month's winner, David Topalion. Topalion? Topple? Top, top, Ion or Topalion? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. He's badass. Yep. So you are the winner. Get in touch with us. Let us know your email that is associated with your face to face account, and we will get that credit put on there for you. Hell yeah. Very Congratulations, much so. and thanks for playing, and thanks to everybody else for playing. Uh, keep it up, and we'll uh, give another one away in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Patron shout-outs. Patron shout-outs. We've got shout-outs and nicknames. First shout-out, and thank you, and nickname, Ryan Flannery. We met him in GP Las Vegas. Hmm. Great name. Great first name. Destroy his last name. How about Ryan Flannelary? And you think, Brando, what in the goddamn hell is that? And in my head, because an area is where birds live. Yes. So it's an owl in a little lumberjack vest, and he's just standing there looking all disgruntled, probably drinking a pill. We don't know. Wait a second. Ryan wearing plaid, drinking pill? He's basically you. He's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If that if that plantal pill drinking owl came to my house and just sat on top of my house for about a week... I would give it free pill the whole time just to kill all the ground squirrels and moles in my yard Hell because yeah. they're back oh. and I am ready to get my gun. 
<laughs> I'm ready to get smoke bombs and landmines and my rifle. I am ready to just. I want it to look like, like Rambo two. Yes, I was gonna make a far less politically correct joke because I'm ready to kill these little rodents in my yard. <laughs> I definitely watched Rambo two yesterday. Oh yeah, it's a good ass movie. Yeah, yeah. Rambo's Rambo one through three were all very good. Rambo like four through eighty seven. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Last Blood. <laughs> Last Blood. <laughs> they didn't spoil the ending of that movie at all. No. Next shout out. Another Vegas meter upper. Ooh. You actually altered this man's card. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he asked for it. Christopher Oliveras. 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 Christopher. 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 Crystal. Christopher. Alovera. He rubs the aloe vera on his Christopher. <laughs> I don't know what that means. He rubs the lotion on his skin. Just don't Google it. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. Burn. Christopher, thank you very much. Welcome aboard. I don't know why you signed up for a nickname, but Especially you Especially after one. what I did to his car. Oh, yeah. Was he the decimate guy or the mountain guy? The mountain guy. I think that the mountain was probably my... The, there's my shining achievement. Of that the is whole. the peak of your creative um, portion of your life. Yeah. Very much so, yeah. I really enjoyed that a lot. And returning patron, who I said thank you to online, and he said, I didn't know I was not a patron anymore. And I said, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Cam Moet. Oh! Cam Moet to Cam Moet yeah, to it. Cam Moet. Yeah, that was fun. F-U-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
turn one mana dork, which, I mean, we're not playing a lot of those in this deck, but no. turn one mana dork gave you three mana on turn two for Fires of Yavimaya. Gives all your creatures haste. You can sack it to give a creature plus two, plus two. That's right. And you would turn your turn three with now four mana, because you have that mana dork still, you would turn that into a card called Blastoderm. Or colloquially... Blast of Sperm. Yes. A 5-5 five, five for four. Whoa. With Shroud. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I just I <laughs> forgot that until exactly right now that that mother ass has Shroud. <laughs> Holy God, that's good. A 5-5 five, five for four with Shroud, but it's got fading three. So oh. at the beginning of each upkeep, you take a fade counter off of it. When you cannot remove a fade counter any longer then you sacrifice it worst so you got that thing for like four turns three well no because when you remove the last fade counter it stays there the next upkeep when there is no fade counter to remove that's when you sacrifice it yes okay yeah it was confusing yeah right that's why they changed it on calciderm the color shifted one which we're also playing yes and called it vanishing and gave it vanishing four because when you remove the last counter, you sacrifice it. Right. So when you gave that thing haste, you get a 5-5 five, five for 4 with Shroud for 4 turns. And you could just kill somebody with it because you're also playing like um, Shock and other burn spells. Neat. You just kill everything in its way and you just kill them with Blastoderm or 2. Blast a blastoderm or two. <laughs> you kill them with you get them with a blast of you, sperm you, or two. You could just oh, Eiffel no. Tower your opponent with blastoderms. Oh no. Do not Google any of that. No, do not. He's a common also. And he also destroyed the draft format because I don't know about you, but five five for four with Shroud, I would just draft like ten of those in a draft deck and just add land. Absolutely. Go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just wait until turn four. And there's like, oh, your deck sucks. Oh, oh yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you whose deck sucks. <laughs> like, Yep. So let's, um, there's actually a, a bunch of cards in here. Like, who'd have thought five, five, four, fours were good since like the dawn of time? Who knew? I don't know. Like, Juzam Jin from Arabian Nights, Balduvian Horde, Emperor Crocodile, Blastoderm. I don't know. Maybe we're playing some of those cards. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to find out. But let us know who the commandy is first. You know, I've added a color because I wanted to play the color shifted blastoderm. Plus, I don't hate you for that. And, and and I think, and maybe this is just me, but I I think that maybe the five five or five x that attacks, maybe you get some good value out of that. But it's there's a lot bigger, meaner stuff out there now. There's six sixes with death touch. Right? Yeah, yeah, for five. You gotta <laughs> watch six, out for yeah. you gotta watch out for those things. So I needed a general that could kind of take some of the heat off of me. Right? And we wanted to play some of that new hotness from C nineteen. We are checking every we're single box. Ticking every box and we're playing Marissi Breaker of the Coil. Ooh. And he's Naya and one for a five four, so he's already on theme. Is it a dude or a chick? A girl. Uh, a lady. I don't know. The it's very androgynous, but it's very muscly as well. And yes. f- females across most species don't have the hormone production that males of their equivalent species have. I don't know what this is supposed to be. It's hard to say. But give it a read. Give give it a read. What the card says is your opponents can't cast spells during combat. Already cool. Yeah, and, and nobody's combat, not just yours. Nobody's. So he's already good. 
New paragraph. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, goad each creature that player controls. So you can sneak in at the most threatening player, the dude with the most stuff, and now he has to attack, but sorry, not sorry, you. Sorry, the second most threatening player, because you have got all of the aggro on the earth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. We're playing five fives, not two ones. Yes. No cats. So that's what Marissic Breaker of the Coil does. Sweet. And just complete flavor win coincidentally, five power for four mana commandy. Yep. There you go. That's so good. Now, filling out the deck, of course, we have a bunch of creatures that are going to seem maybe not the best, but uh, they're all on theme. They're all on uh, the pay scale that we want. Yep. Um, hey, can I jump ahead real quick? We don't usually do this. We wait until the strengths and weakness section. Sure. But I want to highlight this strength, just these two strengths, just to frame the deck in the right light. Let's do it. Strength, damage output, the first time you attack. 10 power, or sorry, 5 damage, and yes. then 10 damage, then 15, and then 20. That's like 45 damage. Sloth. So you could attack a player for 5, and then a different player for 10, 15, then 20, right? Like, you could spread your attacks around and just start killing people and move to the next player. And you can do all of that in the first few turns if you hit a timely ramp spell, and or if your opponent hasn't like is off off pace with their sweeper, yeah. or they're off balance, or they just they just don't have what they need to stop your giant dude. Yeah, because in a lot of cases in the early game, you're gonna have a five five, and they're gonna have two dorks that they ran out early that they don't want to block with, and whatever they use those dorks to play might even still be smaller than what you're playing. So that's that's some shit. So let's talk some creech. All right, first creature. For those of us, for those of you new to CCO Nation, returning, or those of us that realize it's been so long since we've done a deck <laughs> yeah, take, just don't god dang remember how we do things. We're gonna go alphabetically through all the creatures, then we're gonna hit the other types of cards, and by the end, we're gonna have a nice big bow to put on the deck. And we're gonna start with another card from Nemesis. That's our masked block in Ancient Hydra. He's a five one for five. Wait a second, five one for five. Wait, finish reading him. Okay, fading five. Okay, so you better have a pretty good upside. Pay one, remove a fade counter from Ancient Hydra. Ancient Hydra deals one damage to target creature or player. Uh, so he gets guys out of the way. Gets those dorks out the way so you can five them. Yeah, because not a lot of trample. Yes. Trample is an ability that you like have to pay mana for on top of your four mana five five. Yes, and then they become five mana five fives, and that's just not good enough. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, Ancient Hydra, get them out of the way. How about Balduvian Horde? Ooh, yeah, this was a this was a Type Two staple back in like Ice Age standard. Type <laughs> Two is what standard used to be called. So this is a five five or four. When it enters a battlefield, discard a card at random or sacrifice it. That's, Whatever, that's fine. It's We've a, got some ways to get some cards back. It's a five five for four. It's good. Then we have Blastoderm. We talked about him. Yep. Baduka Gardener. Baduk. Get Baduk. <laughs> get Baduk. That's like getting bajuked. <laughs> Anyways, he he is not a five mana thing. He is a uh, ramp spell, mana dork, right? Two one for two. Tap, put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you control ten or more lands, flip Baduka Gardener, and he flips into Doka Dokai we Weaver of Life. Sure, you can. I can read upside down. I didn't know what that first word was. So he is a legendary creature, human monk. Three threes. What he flips into green, green four. Tap, put X. Put a XX green elemental creature token onto the battlefield where X is the number of lands you control. That's so, fun. yeah, you're going to get 
like if you have six mana and you tap them, you're going to get at least a six six. You're probably going to get a ten ten because you have ten lands. Because yeah. that's how you flip Badoka Gardener. So you're you're on rate there. You're he, on budget. He's making ten tens. He's good. Yeah. Then we have Calciderm. He's Blastoderm, but white. Yes. We have a Conduit of Ruin. This is the first below rate creature. So five five for six sounds terrible. Wait for it. When you cast him, you search your library for a colorless creature with converted mana cost seven or greater. Reveal it. Shuffle your library. Put it on top. Now there's there's one of those. Ooh, the risky one of tutor. What if you draw it? Then you're just shutting off conduit of ruin. But wait, there's more on the card. Ooh, the first creature you ca cast each turn costs two less to cast. <laughs> <laughs> so your five fives for four come five fives for two. And that's way better than five that's fives That's like for a four. six mana soul ring. <laughs> <laughs> soul ring still good at six mana if it's got a five five attached to it? Probably. It's probably still good, yeah. Soul ring for six mana, that's a five five. And a tutor. That's a good card. That's a good card. That's still good. Yeah, Conrad of Ruin is a cool card. How about Kragenwick Kragen Cremator? I'm not even going to try and say that. It's a 5-4 four for 4. When it comes into the battlefield, discard a card at random. If you discard a creature this way, uh, Kragenwick Cremator deals damage equal to that card's power to target player. So it 5 somebody. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. If that's like the second last card in your hand and the last one is a creature, Just Lava Axe somebody. Yeah. Pretty. yeah, I actually like that. <laughs> How about Crocodile of the Crossing? Crocodile of the Crossing is a throwback to the next card that we're going to talk about. It's a 5-4-4-4. That sounds weird. 5-4-4-4. Eh? Four, 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 yeah. 5 four, four, four. Haste. When it enters the battlefield, put a minus one on target creature you control. That's fine. Yeah, so it turns one of your 5-5s five for 4 into a 4-4-4, four, 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 which is still not... Terrible. Yeah, especially if your four 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 has another relevant ability, or if it's like one of your mana dorks that has two toughness. Yeah, that's fine. How about Emperor Crocodile? Yeah, there it is. The reason that this is a throwback is because Emperor Crocodile was originally in Urza's. That's Destiny, right? With their with, with the flask, with the beaker. I think the Erlenmeyer so. beaker. Anyways, same artist was commissioned to do both pieces. Kev Walker, yeah. So it's a 5-5 five, five for 4. When you control no other creature, sacrifice Emperor Crocodile. You'll have other creatures. Yeah. Mana Dork on turn 1 or 2 gives you Emperor Crocodile 5-5 five, five on turn 3 because it costs 4 mana. And then you got a 5-5 five, five on turn 4 with like literal zero downside as long as you have a Mana Dork. Yes. That's pretty good. Speaking of Dorks, we have an Evolution Sage. This is a perfect one for your Crocodile of the whatever minus counter. This is whenever a land enters the battlefield, you proliferate, and it's a 3-2. It's cool. Yeah, I like that card. Keeps your fading guys around a little longer. That was a, that, yeah. And there's some other cards that'll just sort of work with it as well. Yeah, your fading guy that you remove a fade counter from, essentially it's like play a land, tap it for mana, remove the fade counter that you just proliferated to kill something. Yeah. That was a hot card from War of the Spark, right? He's very cool. Now here's a card that I just like. I really like this guy in conjunction with our general. If nobody's thought of this and you hear it anywhere else, you heard it here first. Yes. Patent pending. Kaiji Honored One. Gahiji. Gahiji. Sure. Sounds like a Godzilla villain. It, yeah, it does. Gahiji Honored One is a 4-4 four, four for 5. Wait for it. We Wait better get it. something good. It's Naya and 2. It's a beast. Whenever Creech attacks one of your opponents or a Planeswalker your opponent's control... 
That creature gets plus two, plus oh until end of turn. Seems pretty good when you're goading all their dudes, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is excellent. And it turns our five power, four mana guys into seven power, four mana guys. Yeah, dude. It works like Edric, Spymaster of Trest, except instead of drawing cards, you get, like, thrown into the meat grinder. You get the benefit of your opponents are dead now. Yes. You don't have to draw more cards if everybody's dead. Agreed. Yep. It's a it's a good way to look at it. Next up, we have God Eternal Ronas. God Eternal Ronas is a 5-5 five, five for 5, so we better get something good. Yeah, read on. Death Touch. So there's maybe that's worth maybe a mana. So he'd be a 5-5 five, five for 4 if he didn't have that. What else he's got? Let's see here. When he enters a battlefield, double the power of each other creature you control what? until end of turn. <laughs> Yeah, I think. How do you how do you like five fives for four? Good. How about ten tens for four? <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, could we kill somebody on turn five with that? If you've got like turn one mana dork or soul ring, that gives you. Well, turn two soul ring gives you a. Or sorry, turn one soul ring gives you a five five on turn two. If you just have a regular mana dork, you've got a five five on turn three, a five five on turn four, and then a. And then Ronus on turn five, let's say. If you've hit with your five fives for 10 damage already, that puts them to 30, and then you hit them with 10 more and 10 more. Uh, that doesn't kill them, but... It's close. You're sh somebody's in a world of hurt. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> butthole is puckering, and they're in a world of shit. Yeah. Speaking of creatures that can put somebody into a world of shit, here's our Conduit of Ruin search target. Oh, yeah, there it is. In Godsire. Godsire. The very first game of Magic I ever played at your house, you beat me with this card. <laughs> He's an 8-8 for white, green, green, red, 4. Ooh. So he's an 8-8 for 8, so he's on rate. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll see myself out. Vig, so now he's above rate because you can attack with him and block with him. Excellent. You can tap him after you block with him to put an 8-8 eight, eight beast creature token <laughs> onto the battlefield. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so the, after the first turn of blocking with them, you just get an extra eight power for free. Uh, yep. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I used to play it with Pandemonium. Yes. Because you just, yep. And he's not legendary, hey? No, you can have more than one of them. He's, he's a house, that guy. He was the creature that convinced me that power creep was a real thing. Eight eights with Vidge for eight that just give you more eight eights? Yep. It's not terrible. Yeah, who knew? I mean, you know what? I'm super medium on him. Whatever. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of medium cards, how about Goreclaw, Terror of Calcisma? Yeah, this is a 4-3 four, for 4, so we're doing okay. Creatures that you cast with power 4 or greater, so all of them, cost 2 less. Hell yeah. Yeah, so you get to 4, and then all of your 4 drop 5 fives cost less. Whenever it attacks, each creature you control with power 4 or greater gets plus 1 and trample until end of turn. So just gravy at that point, right? Yes, it's yeah. the added benefit of now you're rocking somebody's whole life out now i'm playing some cre these next three all from original ravnica block all play on our high rate high return mana to power toughness yep. and work really good with our commander yes oh yeah they do and our we've got some cards to take care of the residual yes yeah we're good we're gonna start with hunted dragon hunted dragon six six for five flying haste your opponents get three two two knights to fight it with first strike. But they don't fly, right? No. 
So we can still attack for six. They can hit us back for six, but they can't because they're goaded. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And okay. it's one guy. So you give them six power worth of dudes, crack them for six. They attack your opponent for 12 because they get bigger with the gotta heat a Godzilla guy. It's it's perfect. Oh, yeah. That's, the, I, I like that. It's the perfect plan. Yeah. Next up, we have Hunted Lamassu. Same thing, except it's a 5-5 five, five flyer for four, and you're giving them a black horror 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And the last hunted thing we have is a hunted troll. 8-4 four for four with regenerate. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we are cooking. When it enters the battlefield, you're giving your opponents four... 1-1 one, one blue fairy creature tokens with flying. And you don't care because you're just going to goad them and they're going to hit somebody else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> An 8-4. <laughs> Excellent. For, for four. Oh, I love magic. Next up, we have an Imperiosaur. This must have been eroded to a dinosaur, hey? It is. It is. So this is a dinosaur for green, green, two, five, five. Spend only mana produced by basic lands. Yeah. I like the idea of him. I want to see more of I want to see that. I want to see, like, above-rate creature. I want to see guys that, like, just hit hard, but you can only use basics. You can only use basics on them. I like yeah, that Yeah, get lots. bent multiple color commander decks. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> How about Juggernaut? The Jug. This was, like, the most aggro best card, like, back in the Alpha Beta Unlimited days. So throwing back to back when it was good, the Jug. Juggernaut, 5-3 for 4. Can't be blocked by walls. It doesn't care if you have walls. So, I mean, like, everything can block this because nobody plays walls. Yeah. <laughs> but it has to attack each combat if able. You don't care. They can't kill it after you've declared it as an attacker because you're commandy, and they can't attack you back. It's really good. Yeah. It's very good. Also, the new art is really cool. Give me the old Juggernaut art. Yeah, that's pretty that cool. That thing. I don't know what it was. How about Marissi's Twin Claws? Only in here for flavor. Yeah, it's a 2-4 double strike for four, and it's a, it hits for four. It's fine. I just I like it. You could cut that for anything else. I just thought it was cool to have one of those in there. How about Mayel of the Enema? Mile of the Enema. Naya, for a 2-3 Elf Shaman, you pay Naya and three tap. Look at the top five of your library. You can put a creature card with power five or greater from among them onto the battlefield. Huh. Just for free five five. Well, sorry, it's it's a five five for six, but you're not casting it if that matters. Like if if you're playing against a control deck, you can get it for free. It's pretty cool. And if you've conduit of ruined your god sire to the top, and you still have a bunch of mana left over, you can just get it. Yes. Hypoth. It's cool. Yeah. Essentially, it's six mana. Draw and play a creature. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. How about pillaging horde? 5-5 five, five for 4. When it enters the battlefield, discard a card at random. This is Balduvian Horde, except from Portal. Next up, we have Radiant Cavu. This is a weird include, but I'm happy it's in there because it's from Plane Shift, so it's of the right vintage. It's Naya for a 3-3 three, three Cavu. <laughs> you pay Naya and prevent all combat damage that blue and black creatures would deal this turn. So creatures that aren't your creature's colors, if for some reason your guy was going to die, you just prevent it. Pretty cool. Yeah. Or if somebody's somebody gets the opportunity to attack back into you, or there's the one la the oh, last yeah. player left, you can't goad them to keep them away from you anymore. So if they're playing fairies or zombies or merfolk or, or whatever. Whatever, yeah, blue yeah. and black things, yeah. And got to love the Ron Spencer 2000 art. There's some giant tusk monster judo chopping 
like a pterodactyl from hell. It's awesome. That would be Phyrexia. <laughs> <laughs> How about Ronos the Indomitable? Regular Ronus. This is a five-five for three. Now we're talking. So we're just we're getting better. <laughs> we're getting better as we age. Power creep. Death touch. And indes- this one's older than the new one. <laughs> Death touch and indestructible, but he can't attack or block unless you control another creature with four power. Oh, we should cut him. We're never going to have one of those. Yeah, and then you can pay three, like green two. Another target creature gets plus two and trample until end of turn. So <laughs> you could attack. You could you could play him on turn two or three, and you could be like, oh, I guess he can't attack. Next turn, boom, drop your 5-5, five, five, swing for 5, duh. <laughs> Who Love. needs Soul Ring when you've got Ronus? <laughs> How about Sakura Tribe Elder? You sack him for a mana. Sakura Tribe Scout and Walking Atlas. We're playing both of those. Yeah, you just tap those to get land into play. Those are like your, your ramp spells. Shifting Ceratops. This is from M20. Good on you. 5-4 four for 4. Can't be countered. Protection from blue. You could pay green. And it gains your choice of Tramp, Haste, or Reach. Reach is kind of strange for it being a, a Triceratops, but maybe maybe he's a really smart Triceratops. He can throw rocks. Maybe he like rears up on his back legs and pokes the he's, he's, pterodactyl in the dink. He's really tall. Yeah. How about Spellbreaker Behemoth? Spellbreaker. This is a 5-5 five, five for 4. Spellbreaker Behemoth can't be countered. Creature spells you control with power 5 or greater can't be countered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We also play Stampeding Siru and Stampeding Wildebeests. Those are five fours for four. They both have trample. At the beginning of your upkeep, return a c- green creature you control to its owner's hand. Do they just do the same thing? Yeah, they're the exact same card. Oh. Yeah, they're just they're the same card. One of them uh, is a Siru. Yeah, they're, I, they're both real-world animals, too. I'm not even sure why they didn't just call them the same thing. One is probably very Kamigawa influenced. What is a Siru? Is that something that exists only like in Japan? I think so. It's like so, a yeah. So like they wanted to thing. give it a wildebeest, like a kind of a catch-all name. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. No, what, these is, are, there, is there anything that we want to bounce? There could be. I didn't include any in here because I didn't want to do that kind of thing. But you could have like a wood elves or any other creature that comes into play and searches for a land. You could have... Yeah, like or a, like a wall of blossoms or an elvish visionary or, or something. Like a rex sage or a oh, yeah, that's wall good of omens. Any of those would be good. And you just put it back in your hand, play it again. Put it back in your hand, play it again. Put it back in your hand, play it again. Yeah. For value. It's it's cool. Speaking of cards that are cool, how about a Sunder Shaman? Yeah, 5-5 five, five for green, green, red, red. That is four, my friend. Can't be blocked by more than one creature, so you can't double up and gang block him. When he hits you, destroy target artifact or enchantment that you control. Very good. That your opponents control, I should say, not us. Yeah. So you punch somebody in the face for five, and while their nose is bleeding, you poke them in the eye. It's awesome. Yes. Or give them a titty twister. <laughs> Does anybody do that anymore? I hope not. Those are really painful. Yeah, that, that just, yeah. Sucked. All right. Speaking of things that suck, but we're playing it anyway. How about Tarngarth, first mate? Yeah, we were super soft on this card, and here we are, like a week later, jamming <laughs> it in the deck. <laughs> Welcome to CCO, CCO Nation. <laughs> five, five for four. He can't be blocked. Ex- can't be blocked by more than one creature. Oh, just like Sunder Shaman. Yep. Okay. And whenever your one of your opponents attacks, they get him, and he attacks. He attacks. If he's tapped, you can give it to an opponent and just keep him getting in there for big Oh, damage. he'll be tapped. Oh, yeah, he'll be tapped. Oh, he'll he's be attacking tapped. all day long. Yeah. 
So he's very good. Now we're going to skip the next creature, save it till the end, because I know you're very excited about it. Oh, yeah. It. Super hard. We're going to go right to Thornscape Familiar. Yeah. Another plane shift include 2-1 for green one, insect. Red and white spells you cast cost one less to play. Now that is a mana dork, Ryan. Yeah. You know what's funny is all of the other familiars, this is Thornscape Familiar, all of the other familiars from plane shift had some other ability flying or it was an 03 with defender regenerate was the black one even the red one had haste this one has stone cold nothing and they're just like oh it has two power crickets <laughs> crickets, crickets. <laughs> but your blastoderm is now a five five for three ryan oh yeah <laughs> what you said i guess not blastoderm your calcederm oh yeah yeah calcederm. also what you said yes yeah your balduvian horde Here's the. I guess this one's not technically on rate, but we're gonna have it anyway. Cause why no, not? No, it is. Xenagos, god of revels. He's a six-five for five. There we go. He's on rate. He's on dude. rate, dude. <laughs> he's got indestructible, and he's got like the devotion seven thing. So you have to have seven green or red pips among all your permanents, or else he isn't a creature. So he'll get there. He'll get there. All of your fives for four have like double colored pips that's one of the drawbacks of having a creature punch above its weight class is um double colored pips makes them harder to cast in limited yeah unless you just go mono green and masks limited and draft 10 blastoderms yeah (laughs) (laughs) just fyi it's still good 20 minutes later at the beginning of combat on your turn another target creature you control gets plus x plus x where x is its power oh so five yeah and Neat. then you can double it. Stack your Ronus triggers accordingly. Yes. Double it so it becomes a 10, then it becomes a 20. Yeah. Then you're killing on turn five. <laughs> there it is. And the last creature, it'll it'll come into play why we're playing this when we get to the sorcery section. We're playing Taminoa. We are checking one of my boxes. Uh, don't Google that. <laughs> Way back in the day when we first started planning CCO, I wanted to build like a hidden commander Tamanoa deck. This is really close. And Tamanoa actually inspired me to build the Savine the Chronoclast deck, like the C19 Jeskai guy that doubles all of your flashbacks. Tamanoa inspired me to do that. So Tamanoa is a 2-4 for Naya colors. Whenever non-creature source you control deals damage, you gain that much life. Wow. What? So when we attack, we're not gaining any life, but when we go to the instance and sorcery section, boy, howdy. <laughs> Maybe we'll gain some life, We'll Ryan. be gaining some life. <laughs> so that's the Creech. What do you think? Sweet, sweet, as sweet, we say? Sweet, sweet. Four, four for fives. Remember when they were good? I or do five remember. fives for four. Well, yeah. They're still good. It t- turns out they're still good. Weird. Yeah. When you punch above your weight class, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And you'll notice that they just got better as time went on. Like, Blastoderm is still good, but, like, it didn't destroy artifacts and enchantments whenever it hit people and it made it harder to block it. It didn't goad all of their creatures to make them attack somewhere oh, else. Yeah, Blastoderm just, like, paved the way. Yeah. Okay, well, what else do we have that turns out to be really good? It looks like our instants have just, like, destroy target permanent written on them. That doesn't sound terrible. We have Beast Within, Generous Gift, and Chaos Warp. Those just get rid of whatever we want and give them something back in return that is 
negligible. Typically a 3-3 that's not going to hit you anyway, and that 3-3 isn't doubling their mana. It's not making it so you can't attack. It's not giving all their creatures flying. It's not blocking your dudes. It's not making you sacrifice your shit. It's a 3-3 that's going to hit somebody else, and that's awesome. Yes. And then the last instant is a Squall Line. Now, Squall Line, let's lump that in with some of the other things that do a similar type effect. In the sorcery section. And those similar things are Earthquake, Hurricane, and Rolling Earthquake. So, in short, X damage to X creatures. In short, X damage to each creature and each player. Yes. So when we partner those with Taminoa... Uh Uh-oh. And let's say we... Earthquake for four, because most of our guys will live, Mm -hmm. because they have five toughness, most of them. Taminoa sees, oh, four players received four damage, gain 16 life. Let's Mm. say there's 10 creatures on the battlefield. Uh Uh-oh. 10 creatures all received four damage. Uh Uh-oh. Gain 40 more life. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You can see why I love Taminoa. Taminoa is great. Oh, jeepers creeps. And you're just like, you're you're killing all of the creatures that are standing in your way. Yes. Which is the important part. Yes. Uh, Also, as we know, this is a deck that contains Grawl Colors, so of course I'm playing Decimate. Yes. They're also playing Regrowth and restock. And those are important just to have a couple effects like that because we've got cards that their 5-5 five, five for 4 drawback is when it enters the battlefield, discard a card. Yes. So that's how we get our cards back. I think that's fine. Yeah, well, restock gets you two cards, regrowth gets you one. Yeah, and I think one of the weaknesses of the deck is there's not a ton of card draw. We could turn up the regrowth style effects to get a little bit more out of our graveyard. Like, green can do that. Uh, that's fine. That's a testing and tuning thing. So let's let's look at the enchantments and we'll talk about the deck as a whole again. All right. So we got Beastmaster Ascension. Attack with seven dudes. All your guys get plus five, plus five. Hell yeah. Colossal Majesty. I didn't know what this card did. I'm going to read it here. It's enchantment green two at the beginning of your upkeep. If you control a creature with power four or greater, draw a card. Okay. So that's that's fine. I like the picture. That's it's, a guy's foot up there. Hey, It's a dinosaur stomping on a bunch of other smaller dinosaurs. I thought they were monkeys. Or monkeys, whatever. Monkey dinosaurs. Monkey saurus. Get wrecked, monkey saurus. We have a doubling season. I didn't know why this was in here, but we're going to get back to it. Double all the counters and all of the everythings on all the things you do. Everybody knows what doubling season is. When we get to the card that, the cards that. That really illustrate why it's here, we'll talk about it a little. Yeah, remember, remember we've got some fading creatures, right, that we don't want to die. So if we can, like, have them enter the battlefield with twice as many fade counters. Your blasted is around for eight turns instead of four. That'll do it. That, that, that'll get you there. Yeah. We've got Fervor. All your creatures have haste. Fires of Yavimaya. All your creatures have haste. That's a, I didn't actually pick that up right away. Why not Rhythm of the Wild? Good include. Plus one or haste. You pick. Put that one in there. Yeah. That'll go in there too. How about Raking Canopy? Whenever a creature with flying attacks you, Raking Canopy deals four damage to it. This card is expensive. Is it? It is. Uh, Only ever one printing in Shadowmoor. Cut it. Rhythm of the Wild. Put it in. Haste or plus ones. There you go. And the last one is, now we can hearken back to the doubling season. We have a Saproling Burst. Oh, this card. I didn't mention at the top of the show, turn one bird, turn two fires of Yavimaya, turn three Blastoderm, turn four Saproling Burst. Boom. This was the finisher. So, enchantment. Green, four. Fading, seven. 
Ooh, so enters the battlefield with seven fade encounters. You remove a fade counter during your upkeep. When you cannot remove a fade counter, you sacrifice it. What does it do? This is what it does. Remove a fade counter from Sapperling Burst. Put a green Sapperling creature token onto the battlefield that has this creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of fade counters that remain on Sapperling Burst. Then when Sapperling Burst leaves the battlefield, you destroy all of those Sapperlings. So what that means is you play it for five, you remove a fade counter from it, you get one six six. Or you remove two, you get two five fives for five. You remove three, you get three four fours, right? The the common thing that you could do is just like do nothing with it and like make a block when they attack or make the appropriate amount of blockers to kill all their attackers. But to get the most damage output, what you would do is like if you had your fires of, of Yavamai, you just make two five fives and hit them for 10, which was great. But if you didn't, if it got destroyed, you could at the end of their turn make three four fours during your upkeep, remove the fade counter to like do the fading thing. Then you have three three threes, you hit them for nine and you blastoderm them. And then you sack your fires of Yavamai to like your birds of paradise and you get in for 16 damage like on turn five. It's pretty good. After you've hit them with blastoderm like three times. <laughs> the deck was awesome. The deck is very good. Now, why are we hearkening back to doubling season, Ryan? <laughs> I didn't get this right at first. And you said, well, Sapperling Burst with doubling season is like, and I, it hit me. Oh, yeah. It'll come in with 14 counters on it. Yeah. You could make. You could make so many 6-6. Six, six. So wait. Wait a second. Hang on just a moment. Yeah. You you could make so many 6-6s six, or you could make one 13-13. No, 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 no. <laughs> you make two 13 13. You mean I could make one 6 6 or I could make two 13 13s? <laughs> yes, that is what I, for five mana. <laughs> it's the. This is what we're putting on our new sleeves. Yes. Fucking both. <laughs> Not only does it make your, your burst come into play with 14 fade counters, which makes your creatures twice as big. It makes two creatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that it, is so excellent. It's, it's super good. Plus it doubles the fade counters on your other creatures as well. It doubles like the head counters on that Hydra. It doubles planeswalker counters when you're proliferating things with your evolution sage. Oh yeah, cuz we have a Domri raid. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the, the only planeswalker? It's the only planeswalker. We'll we'll move to him right now. Let's just talk about Domri raid cuz he's only there really for his last ability, but we'll We'll talk about him. He's a little bit of card draw, a little bit of lots of stuff. He's a three mana, three loyalty, three mana planeswalker. He's on rate. Yeah. <laughs> Domri rate. Plus one, look at the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, you can reveal it, put it into your hand. I counted that as a card draw spell for the deck because you're playing like 78 creatures. He's going to minus two that makes you one of your dudes fight one of their dudes. Your dude will probably win. Most likely. And minus seven, this is the big one you get to with doubling season. You get an emblem with creatures you control have double strike, hexproof, trample, and haste. That's an emblem. It's an emblem. It's not until end of turn. Nope. She, she enters the battlefield of doubling season. He goes to six. You do have to plus one him, and then you just... Play a land with evolution sage. That'll put him out to what? Eight. Get the emblem, and it'll stick around to draw your cards. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Domri. Domri's good. Yeah. Not bad for a little girl or whatever. All right, for 
artifacts. There are nine of them. Lots of them are standard. A couple of them are not. Yeah, go go clump all the standard ones that everybody knows. Okay, we've got Emerald Medallion, Pearl Medallion, Ruby Medallion, Sol Ring, Swiftfoot, Boots, Lightning, Greaves, Thran Dynamo. Everybody knows all those. Yeah. Note that we're playing the medallions because they make everything cheaper. They're just better than mana rocks. Most most of the time, yeah. Then we're playing Aether Vial. Aether Vial is also good with doubling season because you, at the beginning of your upkeep, you can put a charge counter on it or two if you have doubling season. And you can tap and put a creature with converted mana cost equal to the number of charge counters from your hand onto the battlefield. Just get it to four and away you go. Yeah, get it to four and you can just cast your four drops for free. They were playing Aronis's Monument is the last one. Green Creech you cast costs one less. This is a three-drop artifact. And whenever you cast a creature spell, these this is what's interesting about the monuments. They don't care about what color the creature is that you cast. Sometimes people forget that. Just cast a creature, target creature you control gets plus two, plus two, and trample until end of turn. Yeah. There it is. That's the deck. That's it. I like it. Sweet, sweet, as it were. Yeah, man. And it's going to beat face. I've got just a quick couple little things. Maybe we can move into strengths and weaknesses and lump them all together. Sure. There is a distinct lack of card draw in only a couple ways to draw. There is some ways to gain advantage with your Sunder Shaman, your Domri Raid fighting, and like your regrowth effects. There is five mass removal spells, which is great, and 11 ways to ramp, which is plenty to get you to four mana way way early but uh, ahead of schedule yes is what people say right so i don't know those are kind of strengths and weaknesses rolled into one but um proper strengths and i i went over the damage output like on turn three five turn four ten more on turn next turn 15 more you're just gonna kill somebody yeah if you can just take giant chunks of life yeah and if you're taking giant chunks of life from everybody you gotta remember you're running four earthquake effects so as long as you're at more life and more mana than everybody, you can just win the game. Yeah. And when, when your dudes can't get in anymore, you can just get them. If your opponent misses on a chump blocker or misfires a sweeper, like doesn't have that fifth land for their fumigate, oh yeah. Yeah. They are just going to just eat a whole bag. And it races decks that, like, like slower card draw control decks in a meta that doesn't have a ton of tutors to find those sweepers, it's just going to race those decks and kill them. And I know sometimes that is a very casual kind of mindset, but, I mean... We're not building for CDH right now. Yeah, that's right, and I think that's totally fine. If if your aggro deck can take out, like, two people, then that third deck is going to sweep you, then you've got a game, right? Then you've got a real EDH game, and that's that's tons of fun. That's what we're here for. Weaknesses? If the control deck ramps ahead of schedule, Ooh. if the control deck goes like turn two Grand Arbiter or like Sol Ring and then has Wrath of God mana up on turn four or five and you've got like three five fives at that point, eh, not yeah. so good. Yeah, you got to watch overextending into that kind of thing. Yeah. And the other thing, and this is just like a, a thing that you bring up a lot of the time, this is a Naya deck doing Naya things. Yep. Which maybe is fine because it's like a new commander. And maybe it's fine because we're using a ton of old cards. And then, and then the new commander does kind of cover your base a little bit where the crackbacks are more difficult for them to even get because you're goading them and they have to crack back somewhere else, which opens them up to get punched even harder yeah, next turn. Yeah, you know what? I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting that if you have your 5-5-4 five, five, four commander, like you're not getting attacked. 
You're sorry. You're getting attacked like a third as often. Yeah. Oh, I, I should have mentioned. I also put a rogues passage in the land thing. Oh, so yeah. if there is somebody that's just going to crush your head in, you can just get in for five. You're chipping in for five real <laughs> get quick. Chip ins for five. You can't attack me. And that super scary goblin player or the the elf ball guy can't get you. And they're going to be tapped out next turn. That's actually really clever. And then you can just fucking pound them when the, they're all tapped out. You know what? Yeah, there's also a um, a Kessig Wolf run, so you can give your guy trample. And big. And trample over something so you still can get them. Yeah. <laughs> trample is d- does mean unblockable when your guy's big enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that Marissi's like a real sleeper. In, I like in, it. Because you can play her in decks, helming decks like this. And you can stop people from cracking back at you. Everybody's super high on Atla Polani, the the egg nest yeah. tender egg person, because it's a little bit combo-y and a little bit like it presents multiple build paths. Where Marissi is a little bit more Naya. what you did, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, there you go. I, I've got a good idea for an Atla Polani deck. Maybe we'll do that in the future. Nah, neat. My favorite part about this deck. Three hundred and thirty-three bucks. It's cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. cheap. And if you got rid of that doubling season, two hundred and eighty. Yep. And it's also kind of expensive because the Godsire I did put in as foil to remind myself to talk about it. Oh, I did. I did account for that foil okay. already. Because yep. they're expensive. Fun. Rolling Earthquake is sixty dollars. Ooh, I didn't Again. account for that. <laughs> That's a lot. You could cut that and and um, play Faultline. Yeah, you could play another Earthquake effect. I just like Rolling Earthquake because I have them and it kills. Everything. Everything. Nothing has horsemanship. Kids at home play Fault Line. It's an instant speed earthquake and is like $2. Yes. Okay. You can, save, you can bring it down below 300 bucks right there. Oh, yeah. Cut the cut the doubling season if you don't have one. I mean, it, play Mana Barbs or Overabundance because they're going to work better with Taminoa. Yep. Cut the Rolling Earthquake because... It's expensive. It's expensive, and you could play Fault Line, yep. and the deck is like $200. You could probably cut the Vile, too, because it's... 60 bucks. Yeah, because, I mean, it's there to get under control decks, but, like... Just play a Birds of Paradise. Yeah, just play something else. Yeah, play Llanowar Elves, because Birds of Paradise is like 10 bucks. $200 deck, boom. There you go. Yes, there it is. I could have played this in the Vegas Rotisserie Draft. Oh, you should have. <laughs> oh, no, we made a rule, no C-19s. That's fine. Yeah, weak. So, here's something that we haven't done for a while. We've got Spice Calculator and the Milk List. But first, we have card of the of week. The week. Oh, you slay me. It's been so long, I didn't even remember. It's been a long time. What do you want? Your deck, you no. pick. I actually picked this one just special for you, Oh, and it's Taminoa. My man. Because this card is cool, and you, you never see it, and I wonder why. I really do. You know what? Funny story about Taminoa. It's not really that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, I'm part of a bunch of EDH groups on Facebooks. F- Facebooks. The Facebooks. The Facebooks. Like the big groups that have th- thousands of people in them. And every single time I see th- a post, name the creature that you wish was legendary. Insta-click, Tamanoa. And then there's like 20 comments below, like my comment saying Tamanoa. I came into this thread just to make sure somebody said Tamanoa, and you beat <laughs> me to it. Tamanoa, Wizards, Watsy, if you're listening, make a legendary equivalent. It could be called... Maybe a four-color legendary equivalent. We could call them, oh, Tamara Moa. Like, two words, Tamara Moa. And it could be a snake, because a Moa is a snake. (laughs) (laughs) Tamara Moa. (laughs) Yes. The real Tamanoa is a 2-4 spirit for red, green, white. Whenever non-creature source you control deals damage, you gain that much life. 
That's so excellent. And it's from what? Cold Snap? Cold Snap. It's from Cold Snap. And if you want to pick up your very own, it's only printed in Cold Snap, so it might have that premium for being from a set that wasn't super hot. Oh, big time. Yeah, I hope huge. not. Oh, 88 American cents, oh. 97 Canadian dollars. If you want to get that real primo foil shit, there is a fairly significant foil premium. It's it's just about five bucks. <laughs> It's got a 5x foil multiplier on 88 cents. So it's almost five bucks in the yeah. land of the free. Almost 400 in Canada Canada land. Yeah, dude. But it's a, it's a cool card if you're playing Naya and you're going to do damage with things that aren't creatures, which I mean, who does that? But it's a cool card. And yeah. I, I think everybody should have one. Yeah. I've got like four. If anybody, anybody wants some, I've got some extras. <laughs> Excellent. Should we do some milk list? Let's do the milk list. Okay. As per EDHREC.com, our good friend Don Miner put together a list for us. The most played cards in any color combination at every converted mana cost slot. Today we go up to 15. I wonder what it's going to be. Brando's favorite. You sound like a pregnant, like a cat in labor. At the zero drop slot. <laughs> Mana Crypt. No. <laughs> Definitely not playing that. The deck is on budget, Ryan. Come on. Yes. One drop slot. It's Soul Ring, of course. So we're going to look at the next couple. Swords to Plowshares. Nah. No. Don't need removal. Don't Our need creatures to... are going to kill your creatures. Exactly. S Kinjali's Collar is the third most played one drop. Get out of here with your dinosaur trash. Yeah, that I remember that from the last time we hit Naya Milk List. Selesnia Signet at two. Nope. Cultivate at three. Nope. We don't need that much. We don't need ramp at three. We're playing five fives on turn three. Exactly. Ripjaw Raptor. Nope. Mirari's Wake at five. Nope. F five drop ramp? <laughs> we didn't need three drop ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Atali Primal Storm at six. No. He's kind of above rate. Oh, he's, he's way above rate, especially yeah. when he has haste. Verdant Sun's Avatar at seven. Nope. Awakening Sun's Avatar at eight. Nah. Zakama Primal Calamity at 9. Hell no. Kozilek at 10. Nope. World Spine Worm at 11. No. That card costs 11. You get 15 power. <laughs> and then when it dies, you get 15 power again. <laughs> oh, man. Too slow. You know what I like? I like World Spine Worm with Pandemonium and Tamanoa. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, take 15, I gain 15. Then you sacrifice him to like a fling. 15 him again, gain 15. And then you get 15 more damage coming into play, and then you gain 15 more? I yeah. might build that deck, like, <laughs> right today. <laughs> I might build that. Okay, Galta at 12. Nah. That's above weight. Way above weight. Way above 12, weight. 12 for two. I, I almost lost to one of those in Vegas with one hit. <laughs> almost. <laughs> 13 drop. Oh, no, 12 drop. It the betrays. Nah. I already said 12. That was Galta. 13, Emrakul. Nah. 15, your boy, a Tokthon Worm. Stop playing that. It's never good. You can convoke with your 5-5. Five Don't care. I'd swing with my 5-5. Five five. If yeah. I'm going to tap my 5-5, five five, it's to do 5 <laughs> damage to something. Or 10. Or 10. <laughs> Not to play some piece of shit creature. Jesus. God. So that's the milk list. How many matches? Like th two, three, two? One. One? One. I was, wasn't Was there track. one? I don't think there even was one. I think I think I dodged all of them. Well, you'll find out in post. And the <laughs> listeners, if you remember, good on you. I think we hit zero, but I'm I'm calling it. It's a good one. Spice Calculator. Spice Calculator. This is the, the cherry on top of the good old-fashioned deck tech. Hell yeah. 
popularity at this point, EDH Rec has 170 lists, making it the 12th most popular Naya commander. And it is currently behind Atla Palani Egg Nest Tender. Yeah, and she'll the Atla Palani is going to go up, I think. And she's going to be up top five. Yeah, yeah, because she's dinosaur and she's aggro and she's combo. She's everything that you want in in. Fact. Yeah, multiple build paths is, yeah. is what um, favors a lot of commanders these days, right? Yeah. Average converted mana cost. This is very interesting. Your mana curve tops out at four, which is not typical of contemporary EDH decks. Usually you see that the most amount of spells in the three drop slot. Yours is in the four drop slot, but the average converted mana cost of the deck is still 3.36. Ooh. Weird, hey? Neat. Yeah. It's because you like you have all these fours and then just nothing after that. Yeah, like there's what is there's one at eight, one at six, and a few fives. Like the 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 deck sounds like oh everything costs four. Well, yeah, everything costs four or less. Yeah, and everything that's less than four is like ramp. You've got ten of those. That's, that's going to get you to your four. It's weird. Like your your curve stops at four, but I don't think your creatures are going to be outclassed because all of them punch above their weight class. It's a very unique trait to an aggro deck. Yeah. That's interesting. So critical turn, let's just say four because that seems to be the number of the day. Yeah. And you're probably <laughs> going to be swinging for 10, which isn't divisible by four, but it's still a good number to swing for. That's fine. Yep. Optimal to game size, it's an aggro deck, four. You don't want to yep. be playing this in five or six player games. No. Tutors, I'm going to say one, but I'm, I'm hard-pressed to even count your Conduit of Ruin as a tutor because... It only finds one card. And it doesn't even play it. It yeah. doesn't even put it into your hand. You can't even draw it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the uniqueness rating. This is cards different than the stock list on edhrec.com. Oh, here we go. Not baby. including land. You are playing 51 different cards. You're goddamn right I am. Punch it all into the spice calculator. This is it. We haven't done one of these in a long time. Here we go. Here we go. 68. Yes. That is spicy with honors. Hell yeah. We should get a spicy with honors sound effect. You're the sound effect guy. I'm not that high on him. 68, though, is excellent That's, spice rating. We're, we're back in form. I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, I, very much so. And I'll bet you we're going to hit lots of lots of these kind of lists in this arc. Yeah. Where we're just taking stuff like this and just mutilating it into an EDH deck. It's going to be so good. We are remember-lating it. Ooh. <laughs> just I'll take that. Remember-lating. I don't hate yeah, that. Yeah, and you know what? If you out there in CCO Nation land nation have any good remember when it was good stories remember hit us up on any of our giveaway posts on twitter facebook or comment on any of our youtube videos remember when it was good that's going to get you entered in to win the c17 aggro cat deck i'm sure yeah. it'll look and feel a lot like this deck and you can win it for free yeah, and I mean, also, if you give a good story, maybe it'll inspire us to build a deck out of the story. Ooh, very much so. So you're helping us out in all kinds of ways and could possibly win a thing. Yeah, speaking of helping us out, comments on our posted shows on facetofacegames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store. We'll get you entered in to win a $25 gift voucher. I traded in some cards at two face-to-face -face games in Vegas. Maybe you'll buy one of the cards I traded in. Neat. Probably not. <laughs> but you know what card I did trade in that goes great in that Tamanoa deck? Which one? Pariah's Shield. Hell yeah. Yeah, that also goes in my Savine deck. Hell yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You just prevent all damage. Or 
All damage dealt to you is dealt to a equipped creature. Instead. Yeah, and all damage dealt to him is prevented. Yeah. Yeah, earthquake.deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole deck. So if you liked it, check it out. It is on budget. You could probably build it with stuff that's in your older brother or sister's magic collection because all of this stuff is fairly easy to find. Yeah. Not a whole lot of big-time budget breakers, which is fun. So go out, check it out. I'm excited. I might actually build this. I didn't mention that before the show, but I'm thinking I might actually put this together in paper and, and, and play a few games that I think it's going to be a good time. It's good to be back in the studio, back in form, back with all of you talking about what brought us to the dance, which is janky fun decks. One last big thank you to our official sponsors, face2facegames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store. That's it for me and Ryan, and we are going to be back with you again for another super spicy deck tech on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.